Good morning, and welcome to Simply People. It's Tuesday, February 27th. On today's show, Sean Combs is sued by a record producer for sexual harassment and assault, and a historic $1 billion donation to NYC Medical School means students won't have to pay tuition anymore. Plus, Abigail Breslin pays tribute to her late dad three years after his death. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply People. We start off with a serious development in the music industry. Music mogul Sean Diddy Combs is facing allegations of sexual assault and harassment. A lawsuit has been filed by former employee Rodney Lil Rod Jones, who worked as a producer and videographer for Combs. Jones is seeking $30 million in damages. Here with us to discuss this further is James, a correspondent for Simply People. Can you give us more details about these allegations? Certainly, David. Rodney Jones alleges that for over a year, Combs sexually harassed, drugged, and threatened him. Jones worked closely with Combs, producing nine songs on his recent Love album and living with him in various US cities. He claims that during this time, he witnessed and endured many things that went beyond his role as a producer. What kind of evidence is Jones presenting to support his claims? Jones alleges that due to his role as a videographer, he has hundreds of hours of footage and audio recordings of Combs, his staff, and his guests engaging in serious illegal activity. He also claims to have been the victim of constant unsolicited and unauthorized groping by Combs. Jones alleges that he expressed his concerns to Combs' chief of staff, Christina Corum, who dismissed the incidents as friendly horseplay. Are there any other individuals named in this lawsuit? Yes, Combs' adult son, Justin, Universal Music Group CEO Sir Lucian Grange, and former Motown Records CEO Ethiopia Haptamarium are also named as defendants in the lawsuit. Jones alleges that he was sexually assaulted by the female cousin of Combs' girlfriend at the time, Young Miami, in the presence of Combs and his staff. What has been the response from Combs and his team? Combs' lawyer, Sean Holly, has categorically denied the allegations, calling Jones a liar seeking an undeserved payday. Holly claims to have overwhelming proof that Jones' claims are complete lies and has expressed frustration that Jones' attorney, Tyrone Blackburn, has not responded to their attempts to share this proof. A representative for Justin Combs has also denied the allegations, calling them absurd and defamatory. While we continue to monitor that serious situation, let's shift our focus to a historic move in the field of education. Students at the Albert Einstein College of Medicine in New York City will no longer have to pay tuition, thanks to a generous donation of $1 billion from Ruth L. Gottsman, Ed.D., chair of the Einstein Board of Trustees and Montefiore Health System board member. This donation is the largest ever made to any medical school in the country. Here to discuss this further is Celeste, a correspondent for Simply People. Can you tell us more about this unprecedented donation? Certainly, David. This donation is indeed historic and transformational. Starting from August this year, the Albert Einstein College of Medicine will be tuition-free. The announcement was made in a video posted to YouTube, and the reaction from the students was overwhelming. They leaped from their seats with joy, applauded, and some were even seen crying as they embraced one another. That must have been quite a moment. What does this mean for the future of the college and its students? 
This donation will significantly impact the college's ability to attract students who are committed to its mission, regardless of their financial status. As Dr. Yaron Tomer, the Marilyn and Stanley Katz Dean at Albert Einstein College of Medicine, said in a statement, this gift will be a reminder each spring as they send another diverse class of physicians out across the Bronx and around the world to provide compassionate care and transform their communities. And what about the current students? Will they benefit from this donation? Yes, they will. Although the tuition-free education does not go into effect until the start of the fall semester, all current fourth-year students will be reimbursed for tuition already paid for their spring 2024 semester. This is indeed a game-changer for these students. Can you tell us more about Dr. Gottsman, the benefactor behind this generous donation? Dr. Gottsman has been working with the college since 1968 when she joined Einstein's Children's Evaluation and Rehabilitation Center. She has started a first-of-its-kind adult literacy program and earned her master's and doctoral degrees from Teachers College, Columbia University. Dr. Gottsman and her late husband, David S. Gottsman, have a long history of charitable giving when it comes to the college. From a historic moment at the Albert Einstein College of Medicine, we now shift our focus to a heartfelt tribute by actress Abigail Breslin. Three years after the death of her father, Abigail has paid a touching tribute to him. Michael Breslin, Abigail's father, died at the age of 78 from COVID-19. Here to discuss this further is Michael, a correspondent for Simply People. Can you tell us more about Abigail's tribute to her father? Certainly, David. Abigail Breslin, known for her roles in Little Miss Sunshine and Scream Queens, took to Instagram to remember her father. She posted a photo of herself and her father with a caption expressing her longing and love for him. She wrote, Miss you every day, Dada, but especially today. Can't believe it's been three years without you, but I know you're always with me. She also mentioned that she would continue her tradition of having a niche and some ice cream in his memory. It's clear that Abigail has been deeply affected by her father's death. Has she spoken about this loss before? Yes, she has. When her father passed away, she announced it on social media, expressing her shock and devastation. Since then, she has been a vocal advocate for wearing masks and other measures to prevent the spread of COVID-19. In fact, she once responded to an Instagram user who criticized her for wearing a mask, reminding them that she lost her father to the virus. It's commendable that she's using her platform to promote safety measures. How has she coped with her father's absence in significant life events? Abigail has been quite open about the challenges she's faced since her father's death. For instance, during her wedding to entrepreneur Ira Kunyansky in January 2023, her brothers Spencer and Ryan Breslin walked her down the aisle in their father's place. She later thanked them in a social media post, saying their father would be proud of the men they've become. It's heartening to see the support within the family. How did her brothers react to their father's death? Both Spencer and Ryan Breslin shared their own reflections on their father's death on Instagram. Ryan described their father as a man who overcame adversity and was a champion of the people he loved. Spencer, in his post, expressed his love for his father and the shock of his death, a sentiment that many can relate to. Indeed, a loss like this is deeply personal and yet universally relatable. Speaking of personal losses, E. Duke Vincent, 
the Emmy-winning producer behind iconic shows like Dynasty and Beverly Hills 92 and Tell, has passed away at the age of 91. Abby, our correspondent at Simply People, is here to discuss Vincent's life and legacy. Can you tell us more about his career in the entertainment industry? Certainly, David. E. Duke Vincent had a remarkable career in television. Before he ventured into the entertainment industry, he pursued his dreams in aviation, joining the U.S. Navy after graduating from Seton Hall University. He was a member of the Blue Angels for the 1960-61 seasons. His love for television was sparked when he filmed the photo sequences for the NBC show of the same name, The Blue Angels, and he resigned from the Navy in 1962. So, his career in television started with aviation. How did he transition to producing some of the most popular shows of the time? Vincent began his television career by writing and producing seven one-hour documentaries called Man in Space, alongside writer Arnie Kane. He then worked with Danny Thomas and Sheldon Leonard, the executive producers of The Dick Van Dyke Show on Good Morning World. His big break came when he met Aaron Spelling in 1978. Together, they worked on 43 series, including Dynasty, Beverly Hills 90-10, Melrose Place, The Colbys, Hotel, and Vegas. They also served as executive producers on Charmed and Seventh Heaven. That's quite an impressive list of credits. But Vincent's talents weren't limited to producing, were they? No, they weren't. In addition to his work in television, Vincent was also an accomplished novelist. He wrote four books, Mafia Summer, Black Widow, The Strip, and The Camelot Conspiracy. It's clear that Vincent left a significant mark on the entertainment industry. How are people remembering him? Vincent's wife, Pamela Hensley Vincent, wrote a touching obituary for him in the Santa Barbara Independent, describing him as her beloved and brilliant husband. His death was also confirmed by the Blue Angels Association in a post on Facebook. Over his 40-year Hollywood career, Vincent wrote or produced over 2,300 hours of film and tape, including 1,600 hours of primetime and over 750 hours of daytime television. Abby, thank you for sharing such a remarkable legacy with us. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply People. We'll see you back here tomorrow.